Welcome to a live and active life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. Pause. Right now, stop what you're doing. Put your hand over your heart or place your fingers on your wrist to find your pulse. Be ever quiet and still as you feel the beat of your heart. That steady beat keeps you alive. Can you imagine how ineffective your heart would be if it was a stone heart? You actually have two hearts. One is the physical heart that we already mentioned. It pumps lifeblood through your body to nourish your cells. Its steady rhythm keeps you alive. Your second heart is something you can't see. You can sense it and sometimes even feel it. But it belongs to another dimension, the unseen realm, not yet visible in the physical world. This heart has a strong, steady rhythm when you tune it to God. It pumps life through your inner person so you thrive each day. Both hearts help you to have an alive and active life. But your second, the invisible heart, is the critical pump that must be maintained and calibrated daily. If this invisible heart is not taken care of, you will be left with a stone heart. How does a stone heart develop? There are many reasons that a person can have a heart of stone. Let's just look at a few. When your invisible heart slips into a lack of attentiveness, it starts to experience a lack of functionality. Or here's another one. Sometimes a deep wounding of your inner heart damages it severely and you need healing. Another one. The absence of a plan to maintain the health of your spiritual heart can actually cause it to decline. And a final example is that your invisible heart can become a victim of spiritual heart diseases. So, those are four examples and there are many more. A damaged heart begins to decline into atrophy. Atrophy of the heart begins death of the heart. As it slips in and out of this deteriorating state, more and more of the heart dies. It becomes cold and uncaring. The flow of nourishment ends. So, a heart of flesh eventually becomes a heart of stone. It's a sad thing to lose your pulse and steady beat in life. If you sense that you might be in this process, you are not alone. Many folks have struggled with spiritual heart health. I want to say, there is hope. This could be a new beginning instead of an end. We already explored some reasons that your inner heart might begin to atrophy. But what really causes the atrophy process in the first place? What's going on underneath? It's the underneath 
thing that God wants to fix in order to heal your heart. Scripture says that your heart declines when you lose the ability to see and hear God, or when you replace your hunger for God with other desires. Revelation 2 verse 4 says, I have this against you. You have departed from your first love. And that first love we know is Jesus Christ. I think it would be good for us to explore seeing, hearing, and hungering at this point. Seeing, hearing, and a lost desire are not the physical sense sets or the drives of your body in this case. They are sets and drives in God's invisible dimension. Spiritual eyes and ears help you navigate the unseen world. In fact, 2 Corinthians 4.18 tells us to fix eyes on what is not seen instead of what is seen. Not on the temporary, the physical dimension, but on the eternal dimension. Jesus often said, the one who has ears better listen. That's from Matthew 11, Matthew 13, Mark 4, Luke 8, and Luke 14. He said it again and again. Well, in John 12, verse 37, we find this verse. Although Jesus had performed so many miracles, they still refused to believe him. So, Jesus' miracles never became a reality for those people. Disbelief stripped them of the health and the healing for their heart that Jesus wanted to give them. So what causes eyes that do not see and ears that do not hear? How does hunger for God fall off? What is really happening underneath? There are two kinds of rebellion. First is an active kind that deliberately sets up personal preferences and a plan above God's. The second kind is a passive type of rebellion. It's more of a laziness or a lack of alertness that settles into whatever is easiest. But both are rebellion. Active habits such as, you know, smoking, drugs, drunkenness, overeating, etc., those kinds of things erode your physical heart and body. Passive habits, such as no exercise, not taking necessary medications, a lack of hygiene, those kinds of things, they pull your physical being down. But these patterns are a kind of rebellion. One is the active kind, and the second is the passive kind. But they both affect you. They affect your heart. Whether active or passive, not taking responsibility of your physical heart and body will produce poor heart health. It's the same process for spiritual heart health. Whether active or passive, rebellion atrophies the heart. The result is a stone heart. Without the flow of God's life through you, Numbness and or bitterness sets in. It's a terrible way to lose yourself. Well, what can be done? You need to have intervention. You need healing. 
and you need care. Really, what you need is an IV drip line. Romans 4.17 says that God makes the dead alive and he summons the things that, are, that do not yet exist as if they already do. God is the only source of life, and He can raise the dead. So, He's your best chance at healing a stone heart into a soft heart again, and He offers His help through His IV drip line. Your faith may seem tiny, only a pinhole, but that's all it takes. A tiny pinhole where your faith pierces from your dimension into mighty God's dimension. It becomes the portal through which spiritual fluids flow, much like the fluids of a hospital IV drip line. You hook up to the drip line by faith. Just pierce a tiny pinhole by faith and you're in. God takes it from there. You do have two additional things that you need to do. Actively seek God and end all rebellion. Let me say those again. Actively seek God and end all rebellion, both active and passive. Jeremiah 19 verse 13 says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. What does God's ivy drip line actually do for a stone heart? Well, when you connect to his drip line and adopt his heart-healthy plan, this plan starts to do something that you can't see at first. But it does include time in his word. It includes time talking with him, you know, prayer. And that means talking about all your life details. It also includes the trio of trusting, obeying, and resting. But all in all, God's IV drip line fluids do seven miraculous things to change your heart of stone back into a living heart. Let's go through those right now. Number one, God's fluids nourish you through the pinhole of your faith, and wash through your entire life. Number two, this gentle yet powerful lifeline flows into your soul, and it renews your innermost heart. Three, as His miracle fluids infuse your life with nutrients needed for restored health, they heal your heart. Number four, his drip line literally opens his dimension into yours, the beginning of living in the unseen dimension. Five, God's lifeline becomes your reality, your very life. Six, you come alive as you begin to see and hear what you never could before. And seven, God's IV drip line transforms you. You can have an alive and active life in Christ. Why not hook up? You know, there still remains, for most of us, a sense of unbelief 
however small. I want to go to Mark chapter 9, verse 24. It tells a story of a dad. He was desperate for the healing of his son, who was possessed by much evil. This dad begs Jesus, if there is anything you can do, from verse 22. And Jesus says to him, if you can, all things are possible for one who believes. Verse 23. Immediately, the father cries out, I do believe. Help my unbelief. Verse 24. The heart cry of this dad is enough for Jesus. The father connects with Jesus through a tiny pinhole, and Jesus does the rest. Life-giving flow begins in spite of remaining unbelief. As you follow Jesus, you may still sense some unbelief inside your heart. Be honest about it, like the boy's father was. Cry out to God to help your unbelief. He will. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like the wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. That is from James 1, verses 6 through 8. So, believe, and then calm and quiet your soul as the drip line begins to work. From Psalm 131, verse 2. Once you have a heart-healthy plan, daily hook up to God's life-giving drip line. Stay close to God. James 4, 8 says, Come near to God, and He will come near to you. You have a tender, throbbing heart instead of an atrophy heart when you spend time with Jesus and believe Him. Give your stone heart to Him. Adopt healthy heart management steps. Take daily inventory. Pull out your spiritual stethoscope and listen to your heart. Well, what are some of the practical questions from this particular episode? Let's explore them. First of all, what is the state of your heart? That's where you need to start. You need to ask, what is the state of my heart? Then ask if there's any active or passive rebellion going on. But you've got to be honest about this. Everybody at some time or other has some kind of rebellion going on in their heart, whether active or passive. Then you need to ask, are you willing to punch a tiny faith pinhole into God's limitless power? Why not hook up to Jesus' IV drip line every day by faith? Why not come near to Him? Another question to ask yourself, how have you adopted God's heart-healthy plan? Have you been spending time in His Word, reading, memorizing, meditating? And remember, meditating is simply picturing practical application of what you read in your life. Are you conversing with God? talking to Him, praying through the details of your day? Are you recording your questions, your growth, your observations? Many people call that journaling. How about choosing to trust 
obey, and rest. There are those three again. Trust, obey, and rest in Jesus no matter what happens. Those are your three most important keys. And if you want to listen to another podcast episode that speaks specifically about those three, check out your three most important keys. So, in conclusion, listen to God's guarantee that He gives to you. I will give you a new heart, and I will put a new spirit within you. I will remove the heart of stone from your body and give you a heart of flesh. From Ezekiel 36, verse 26. You can have an alive and active life. I just want to add that this episode, much of the material came from day 15. Uh, It's a partial excerpt from my book, Despicable We, Daily Studies in Ezekiel. May you have a good week and practice good spiritual, healthy heart patterns. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org, your web-based home for resources including books and ebooks, libraries of articles, podcasts, shareable images, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.